Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your Favorite Blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. You know... The more I watch the family, Chantal, the crazier that family comes off to me. Well, yeah, they're just a bunch of wackos. And tonight we learned that Chantal is just as wacko as her mother. But that doesn't surprise me, really. Like, what occurred is that her sister, Winter, has been dating a guy named Ja for six years. They live together. What a name. Ja has daughter? Yeah, like a seven-year-old daughter. So they were wondering what's up with him. Like he disappears sometimes and he doesn't tell Winter where he's going. So they went back to the same exact private investigator that they used to investigate Pedro to investigate Ja. (laughs) Only this time they actually found something. They determined that he has a nine-year-old son that he never told Winter about. So, of course, they had to storm over there to confront him and tell their daughter and Chantel's sister about this nine-year-old son. For real, for real. You were you were what you were watching. It was Chantel who was like, "We got to go over there right now. We got to do this right now." And the mom was actually being on the more reasonable side and saying, "Well, maybe he was embarrassed. He should probably be the one to tell her." Well, and he should have been the one to talk. See, okay, my opinion, appropriate way to handle that situation: take Jaw side. Yo, bro, we know you have a nine-year-old son. Have you told Winter about the nine-year-old son? Because as I said to you, I suspected. That she was going to say she knew. Turns out she didn't say she knew. Right. But I suspected she would. And it was a possibility that she could have known and just not told her parents. Uh, Now, especially with that family. Now, why not just go to him and say, bro, like, here's the situation, man. You need to tell her or we're going to tell her. And then give him a deadline to tell her. I think it would have hurt Winter less. I think his reaction was based on the fact that he got like, you know, totally confronted about it, like, you know, all at one time. And it wasn't very sensitive the way they approached it. They kind of just blasted off on him. And that's not cool. That was not cool at all. And he didn't know what to do. Now, granted, his reaction. Kind of shitty. Kind of shitty. He should have confronted it at that point and admitted to what was going on and, you know, called it a day instead of being a giant jackass. And acting like he was mad at her. He shouldn't be mad at her. He's the one who lied for six years. Right. He's going to hate that family until the end of time. And the other part about that is that he has another kid. So clearly she's not going to have a problem with him having kids. Right. So I don't quite grasp why he didn't just tell her the truth from the start, from the get-go. Like That just really makes no sense to me at all. I, I just... I can't wrap my head around that one. Well, I mean, there's always the possibility that they were together before he found out about said nine-year-old son, because you know how some women are. They just, like, come at you out of nowhere. By the way, this is your spawn. Yeah. That's all the more reason he should have told her when it occurred. Yeah, there's really no excuse for hiding it for as long as he did. Nope. I mean, I feel like before your relationship's super serious, 
there are certain personal things that you can keep to yourself. I don't think that that would be one of them. No, it's not because here's why. That kind of thing can determine whether the person wants to be with you or not. Yeah, but he clearly has zero interaction with this kid. Well, or at least very, weren't very they kind little. of inferring that he goes to see the kid, like he disappears and he doesn't tell her where he's going? Well, I guess. So why do you jump to the conclusion that he doesn't see him? I don't jump to that conclusion. I think he does see him like once a week. I mean, let's face it. He has a kid that he has full custody of. He's not a terrible father. Let's not even try to pin right. that on him. So I'm sure he sees the kid, just not as much as he would like to. And I'm sure here's the thing. Part of that is probably because he got so serious with Winter that he can't see the kid or he would have to tell her and he didn't want to tell her for whatever reason. I don't think that storyline's over. Like, you, you talking I, about them breaking up? You that storyline's not happen? over. What? I think he's going to come to his senses and decide it's time to explain himself to her. And I think he's only going to have known about the kid for like six months. Well, there's all sorts of twists. So you're right. It could be. I mean, there's all sorts of possible twists. Because he's paying child support for the kid. So he's obviously known about it for a chunk of time. But this family, okay, like, <laughs> why are they so overly involved in everyone's lives? Like, even the brother, you know, he's all angry because, you know, Pedro disrespected my mom and my sisters and my dad. Well, your whole entire family has disrespected him as well. That doesn't right. make it right. Except responsibility. It's like when I told you about learning in therapy that if you have a problem in a relationship, you're both 100% at fault. Right. It's exactly like that to me. Exactly like that. You're so busy disrespecting him that you don't see it because you're so worried about him disrespecting you. Own it. <laughs> right. Own it. I mean, uh... Pedro seems to be trying to own it. You know, he's working through it. I mean, that was the interesting thing. The dad, I told you before that I wasn't sure the parents were sincere. Papa Chantel. After today, I'm 100% sure that the mom is not sincere. Okay. The mom is going to therapy because the mom's hoping to find out more dirt on Pedro. That's the real truth. Right. Because she keeps harping on the dad about how there's a problem, there's a problem, there's a problem, there's a problem. But the reality is the dad, he's trying. Now, I was doubting his sincerity until tonight. I think that that guy is sincerely trying to make things better. And I think it's because he cares about Chantel. And he knows that she loves this guy and he wants to make it less stressful on her. And having the family constantly in conflict with her husband is not making it less stressful on her ever. It's just right. not happening. More so, stressful, if anything. So he takes the son, furry douchebag head, <laughs> River. What's up with the river and the winter? And why does Chantal get named Chantal? But whatever. Um, I mean, why wasn't she called summer, autumn, Told you. spring, what fall, I think about that. earthquake? tornado hurricane anyway he invites Monsoon. he invites furry douchebag and pedro to a dude ranch so that they can get to know each other a little bit better and try to connect and it kind of works because finally furry douche hat decides you know what i'm gonna put this stuff in the past it doesn't mean i trust you but i'm gonna put it in the past i can tell you from situations that i've been in and myself in relationships where there's like a major trust issue the key part of all of that is actually putting the stuff in the past. Yeah. And and it needs River needs to put it in the past and Pedro needs to put it in the past. And they both need to like stop talking about it and just act like it didn't happen and move forward. Somehow I have more trust that Pedro is going to keep it in the past than I do that furry do chat. Is I'm put sure it in they're going to have past. another fist fight. You think so? I huh? think point. that's where it's headed. That's interesting. Well, what I'm getting at, though, is. If you agree to set something aside and let it be in the past and forget about it and move forward, well, then you have an opportunity to rebuild trust. Because if you keep bringing it up, you're never going to rebuild trust. 
because you're constantly thinking about it. And you kind of have to just forgive the other person. Both parties have to forgive each other for what happened in the past and move forward. And yes, you're not going to trust them, but let's face it. We all say that when we meet a new person, we trust them until they give us a reason not to. But that's not really true. You only trust them if they act in a way you consider normal in a relationship. If they act in a way that you consider abnormal in a relationship, you immediately start to have bad thoughts and you don't trust them. Let's just face it. So my point is your trust is earned over time. So I understand (laughs) that like going forward, it'll be harder to regain that trust. But you're never going to do it if you keep bringing up what happened in the past. Well, I don't necessarily think they even need to trust. I think they just need to be civil. Well, and, and you know, fine. it says a lot about a, about a people in a relationship, any kind of relationship, when anybody can be all buddy-buddy in the good times. It's how you handle the bad times and whether or not you truly recover from them. Because let's face it, if you have a big argument, if you and I have a big fight, it's maddening, it's frustrating, it's all sorts of emotions. Right. But then when you work it out together and you discuss it and you talk it through, all of those feelings go away. That's called truly recovering from it. If there's still lingering doubts and lingering anger, then you haven't recovered from it. It's that simple. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. So they go to the dude ranch. They seem to settle things. He came back in a great mood. There were no fights. That's amazing to me. Yeah. But I still think Furry Douchat, and the reason I'm calling him Furry Douchat, I think he still has lingering issues. I think he has not truly let it go. I mean, I was really proud of Pedro for saying, do you really mean that? Because it's true. It's easy to say. It's another to do. I think that it's going to take River some time because he's a Furry Douchat and he's very stubborn. But I think that it would be great if he could let it go. Well, that's important. It has to happen or it's not going to work. Now, okay, so now Pedro's or Pedro and the Papa Chantel and River have made like his name is Thomas. A, I don't care. I really don't care. It's Thomas the steam engine. They've made a positive interaction together. Right. So that's one. That's one brick in their, the wall. Their most recent interaction is positive. So maybe now Papa Chantel will tell Mama Chantel to stick it next time she goes on and on about how he's untrustworthy. Because I'm sure Pedro shared some slightly more personal things. Sure. Like the thing about he doesn't have a dad. Sure. And so Papa Chantel learned some things and Pedro opened up a little and that builds trust and that builds cool things. Well, that is how that is how trust is earned. I can even tell you like what we just talked about. Like if we have an argument, the way in which you respond to that argument, and I'm sure the way in which I respond to the argument towards you builds trust. It shows that you can be annoyed with a person or upset with a person or whatever with a person and get past it. Right. And by doing that and the other person acknowledging their part in the argument, it turns it into a situation where it's a trust builder, not a trust destroyer or right. eroder. So that kind of thing brings me to a new topic for tonight, which is hypocrites. So many hypocrites. We're talking- so many hypocrites. We're talking about the family Chantel and a second topic. Yes, because hypocrites bother me. And, wow. you know, we're not going to spend a you know long time belaboring the point about hypocrites. Because we've talked about them before. Maybe five or ten minutes at the most. But hypocrites. I don't understand why people demand that <laughs> someone else act a certain way and speak a certain way and do certain things when they themselves feel they don't need to do those things. I mean, right. examples. It comes down to the people online who you express your opinion. They yell and scream at you. And then when you try to contradict their own opinion, they tell you, I'm entitled to my opinion. Well, I'm entitled to my opinion. 
Why, oh, why no. were you able to tell me I was wrong, but I can't tell you you're wrong? Right. Or the people who, as we've talked about before, they have a four-hour conversation with you about something and then say, I don't know how you have time to have these long conversations. Or how about people who tell you how stupid they think what you're posting is about and then have a whole monologue with themselves about how you're a bully and then they try to intimidate you by saying they're going to see you in this public place and then they block you and don't show up to the public place. And completely clueless about what you're talking about as well. Lunch. But but it's like it's like the people that say, <laughs> well, it's about, I haven't heard from you in six months. It's about time you called me. Well, bro, the phone goes both ways. Well, and in those situations, it's never one person just texting the other all the time. And then the other person finally getting back to them after six months. It's never the case. It's always the communication stopped. And then six months later, the person decides to olive branch. Right. They reach out. And then that other person says, oh, it's about time. Well, dude, did you contact me? Because I don't right. think you did. Right. No, I totally agree. I guess why hypocrites bother me so much is, you know me, I hate to use this word because it's misused so much, but I'm all about fairness. Right. You know that I have a lot of problems with the president of the United States. You know that. Right. And you know that I think he's wrong more than he's right. Right. But what I don't appreciate is things like the situation at the border, like we talked about a few weeks ago. I don't appreciate that because 23 years that's gone on. Well, it's not his fault. It's just a problem in general. But yeah, but it's gone on for 23 years. And like we talked about with the poor president, if he changes the way things used to be, it's wrong. You're supposed to keep it that way. We've always done it that way. And if he doesn't change how things are supposed to be, it's his fault. No, it's not. Right. It's if it's not. a problem and society has just realized that it's a problem, let's solve the problem instead of bashing this person. Well, like, and like, and like, focus on the legitimate issue here. Well, and like when people have a problem that he didn't attend this event or he didn't attend that event, and the presidents always attend that event. Example, I was married before. Were you? Then I lived by myself for a while, and slowly some of the traditions changed because things that the other person thought were really important that I didn't think were important went away. Right. Then you come into the picture. And our traditions get shaped a little bit different. And like Christmas, we do it the same way every year. You and I, mm -hmm. we cook the same kind of meal. Mm -hmm. Same thing for Thanksgiving. We also celebrate Canadian Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Like there's there's traditions that have been developed. And we celebrate but, Canada Day and we do the same thing for the 4th of July. But that doesn't mean that having those traditions that I never had before is a bad thing. And it doesn't mean getting rid of parts of the traditions or even a whole tradition itself that I used to have is also wrong. It's just things change and you're allowed to change things. And as the president, he'd be a hypocrite if he did something that he didn't think was important enough for his time. Right. And I mean, the guy's a businessman. He's used to making decisions about what meetings am I going to show up to? What meetings am I not going to show up to? Where am I going to get the most leverage? And that's how he handles those situations. You can love it. You can hate it. But the fact is he's not being a hypocrite. And to my way of thinking, when you're not a hypocrite, that's a good thing because hypocrites drive me crazy. Apparently. It's not fair to be a hypocrite. It isn't. No. You can't tell somebody. I had a conversation just real briefly today about somebody who was talking about they saw a girl going to Cypress College and they were um, Cypress High School and they were wearing short shorts and a halter top. Uh -huh. I didn't think that was dress code. And I said, yeah. I actually responded to the principal via email at the beginning of the school year 
saying, why do you have a, a dress code that you don't enforce? Like, if you're going to have the dress code, enforce it. And if you're not going to enforce it, don't have the dress code. Right. Well, girls like Alyssa, if she wore one of those one of those uh, cold shoulder tops, shows up. She'd get shoulders. in trouble. She would get in trouble for it. But the girls who wear the mini skirts every single day don't get in any trouble because I, that's what they're used to. It'd be shocking if Alyssa. I did think it. there's girls who could wear a thong bikini bottom to school and get away with it. Okay, like oh, like sure. I'm seriously. It bothers me that you know there's that's another example of hypocrisy. You can't right. you can't do that. You have to enforce things equally. And you know. I mean, it's why we started our Facebook community group, because the other community group was not enforcing things consistently. They were hypocritical. We are not hypocritical. And that, that's what's so funny. Like when I read that Loonbag's messaging to me in the very beginning, talking about how, you know, you're not very transparent. Oh, really? I told you that there's only a few rules and I've never enforced a rule that didn't exist. That's pretty transparent. You know what you can and cannot do in my group. Um, also I'm being hypocritical because I'm complaining that the other group bans you for violating rules and yet I banned someone for violating a rule. Well, guess what? I didn't complain that they banned people for violating rules. I complained that, sorry guys, this episode's going to have an E because I have to say this this way. I had a woman tell me, I hope you fucking die. You motherfucking dirtbag. <laughs> she didn't get removed from the group. She didn't even get warned. You know what's interesting? She didn't get warned. Her comment didn't get take down, but my comment telling her to not be so rude to people all the time got removed and I got a nasty message. And that's what? the point. And that's the point about being a hip hypocrite. Right. Right there. That's the point about being a hypocrite. I would have had no issue if the whole thing would have gotten taken down. Whole thing. Just take it all down. So Call now to bring day. it all the way full circle back Crap, to our main topic it. of the family Chantal. The family and Chantal. And our favorite our new segment for the nightly rant. They're the biggest hypocrites because Chantal did not like that they investigated Pedro. Right. She also saw how Pedro felt when they investigated him. Well, and Pedro told her how he felt when she told Pedro that she was considering investigating him. And she went ahead and did it anyway. That's hypocrisy. Yeah. I mean, big shocker. The guy's upset that they investigated him. He's upset that they told a secret that he wanted to tell. Well, and I kind of believe that he realized if he was going to propose to her, he needed to tell her the truth. I also believe he should have told her the truth a lot sooner, but I do believe he was going to tell her the truth. Probably before he proposed. I think so. They probably burst his bubble by like a week. So hypocrites, they're everywhere. They exist. There's hypocrites who bully people and tell them they're bullies. There's hypocrites who tell people they shouldn't cuss while cussing. Do you remember the discussion I had with a certain extremely religious, rather large, barbecuing jackass? As he swore at you. Yes. And told me to F off and all this stuff. And then deleted it all because, you know, he's a Christian. He does want his Christian friends to see that. We have screenshots of it also. But, okay. you know, Smokey the giraffe or whatever you want to call him. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that guy. So I have to say that I think this week so far has been a freaking whirlwind. Yes. And I'm kind of tired of it. And I'm it's hoping that tomorrow is not a freaking whirlwind. But this week has also gone by extremely fast. Like you blink and it was Wednesday. Like, yeah, I thought today was Thursday. Exactly. Because it seems like so much has happened. Yeah. I think from Sunday around 1.30 until now, it's just been a roller coaster. <laughs> so I think in our next episode, just to tease it a little bit for people. First of all, in our next episode. We will likely discuss something to do with our city government that bothers me. 
And then I have something to say about the feud between you and the blockhead. I have something to say. You hear that, blockhead? I have something to say. Now it's my turn to say something. Rut row, blockhead. I'm going to probably have a rant about that. I haven't had a good rant in a while. I need to have a good rant. That's what I need to do. All right. On that note, I'll let you prepare for your rant. Good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye, blockhead. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.